I'm Louise Potterton. In this episode, we look at the deep geological disposal of spent nuclear fuel. After 30 years of research, Sweden recently announced that it's found a location for a repository for its high-level radioactive waste north of Stockholm. All going to plan, the first spent fuel could be making its way 500 metres underground in 2023. I spoke to Peter Wickberg from SKB, the Swedish company that manages Sweden's nuclear waste. The spent fuel that we would like to dispose of will go back to the surrounding where it was initially taken from. This is radioactive waste and it will be buried deep underground? Yes, it's very radioactive from the beginning and we want to bury it deep underground until the radiation is no longer there and all activity has uh, depleted. So where is it at the moment? Because it's not being disposed. Is it is it stored somewhere? Uh, in Sweden, all the spent fuel is stored in one central storage unit. It's called uh, Intermediate Storage Facility for Spent Fuel. So could you talk me through the, the steps? How would this actually work, the deep geological repository? How do you get the spent fuel from the interim storage to the repository? Well, that's that's mainly um, a handling process, as a matter of fact. The the interim storage has uh, one very important uh, function, and uh, it means that during the 30 years that the fuel will be there, uh, 90% of the activity will decrease. So it's much easier to handle afterwards. It's still very dangerous, but it's not as dangerous as as it used to be. Uh, So the handling steps are that that the fuel is taken out of the water pools. They are put into canisters, which are then uh, sealed, and the canisters are transported to the repository site, which will now be in Forsmark, where we then have constructed the tunnel system down at to 500 meters level. The canister will be placed in in holes that are drilled into the floor of the tunnels and then they are um, backfilled with a special type of clay and all the tunnels are refilled afterwards. So there could be this type of system anywhere in the world. It doesn't have to be a particular type of rock, such as the type that you have in Sweden. Well, in Sweden we have have what we call a crystalline granitic rock, which is very hard and stiff and very, very old. It's a good option. Uh, In German, there are salt deposits, huge salt deposits at, at depth, which have that favor that they are or the advantage that uh, there is no water in the salt i mean that's the reason why there is, why there is salt otherwise it would have been dissolved and uh, for instance france switzerland intend to to put uh, the waste into clay formations uh, there are advantages and there are drawbacks with all of the systems but a uh, uh, repository can easily be constructed in any of these formations. And is Sweden cooperating with other countries? Do you share experience, share share technology? In, in this uh, field, 
there is is an extremely large amount of international cooperation. So uh, I've been involved with the work for uh, the Swedish program since uh, 1979. And uh, all the time there has been international cooperation. Sometimes more, sometimes less. The only thing that you can actually not cooperate on is when you construct your own repository. But all the steps towards the repository and, and the development of the system is very much international. Now you have the site selected, but how did the local people react to this? Because they will have radioactive waste, high-level radioactive waste, stored in their vicinity. How did people react to this decision? Well, at, at, at the end, when, when we had um, two options left, Forsmark and Oskarshamn, both municipalities were very eager to have the facility. Actually, about 80% of the people living in these municipalities wanted to have the facility. So they're very enthusiastic about it. Were some people not scared or, or concerned? Because I would assume that the initial reaction would be, please, no, not in my backyard, somewhere else. The siting process was uh, based on the fact that we need to have, of course, good geological conditions for the repository. But we also wanted to have, have, have the people, the, the acceptance by the people living in the area. So actually what, what we did when we started the, the siting process was to ask all municipalities, are you interested in a discussion about the nuclear waste repository? Uh, quite many were positive, enough for us to, to, to make a, a real uh, siting process of it. We conducted pre-studies in uh, eight municipalities around Sweden, and then we selected three of them for more detailed investigations. Now we have carried out the investigations in two of them, and both these municipalities were very eager also to be the, uh, say, the winning site at the end when we selected. Now, is the idea to, to fill the repository and then seal it? Because some energy analysts would say that this is a valuable resource. It shouldn't just be seen as waste. And maybe future generations could use this, this spent fuel. The thought behind SKB's uh, disposal is that we should take the responsibility for the waste that we have produced. We handle it in such a way that, that no one, not even the next coming generations after us, need to bother about it. But on the other hand, if there are new ideas about what to make out of it, there is a lot of energy disposed of in the, in the repository. And depending on what will be the situation, it, it could very well be so that within, sometimes in the future, people would, would make a different decision not to seal the repository but to bring up the canisters that have already been disposed of.